This episode of the F1 Girlies is recorded on Ngunnawal country. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and to the elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land. But then I would also say as well, I was looking at Lando's neck recently. So you reckon Lando has the biggest neck? He's got a very thick neck in, in, you know, in comparison to his body. Because I'm looking uh, yeah, at it, he does he still, have a his thick neck, neck still seems quite normal. <laughs> it is like the Vittori pictures, yes, I would say so. But like, if you think about like Lewis and George, like their necks aren't yeah, they don't really have overly they really have thick, thick, right? Because like, if you look at Lewis's face, it's like it yeah. almost makes the thick neck look invisible. Yeah, neck. like he's kind of got like, and the chin is low enough. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's because he doesn't have like a square jaw and thick neck. The chin. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> like what does Alex's neck look like? Does Chico have a thick neck? <laughs> But welcome to our podcast. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Sidetrack. Hey everyone. (laughs) It's like those movies that have like intros where it's like super duper long and then out of nowhere they're like title of the movie. (laughs) Us. It's the F1 Girlies. (laughs) Hey. I'm Geneva. I'm Mick. And yes, welcome to this episode all about Baku and what happened in Baku. Baku. (laughs) It's like Yahoo. What a jam-packed weekend. The timeline of the weekend, like as we briefly talked about before, I was getting so confused. We had F1 Academy. We had we had them changing the, the races for Baku. We had the different times. I thought it was 11. It was actually at 9. I missed qualifying because and I had no like, idea what was going on. Sprint Saturday. Everyone, whoa, it's Sprint Saturday. And everyone's like, what? What's going on? Like, what? <laughs> and then Carlos Sainz was like, it's too early to have qualifying in the morning. No, which is how we all felt, Carlos. It was how we all felt. Oh, my God. We all felt like that, Carlos. But honestly, it was such a crazy weekend. So free practice one was where I feel like yeah. it, it first started, right? Like, we all should have known the weekend was going to be a dumpster fire <laughs> when Pierre's car was on fire. This girl is on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then oh because God, of that, so poor Ocon couldn't go out. For the one free practice of the weekend. So he was stuck in the garage. Poor guy. <laughs> and then what? Kevin's car had a power outage at the same time that that PS car was on fire. <laughs> and so they were like, come on, Kev, got to come back in. And then out of nowhere, Yuki had his first crash of the weekend, which he lost his tires. What is oh, with Yuki and tires on the weekend? Not friends. <laughs> Not friends. The tire situation as well was just... <laughs> crazy very intense and it was like like 42 degrees celsius like if yuki had made it to the sq3 which is the sprint qualifying he wouldn't have been able to participate either because of his tires because he would have run out of tires oh my gosh i feel like he had an exceptional weekend and also like a shit weekend (laughs) <laughs> like terrible but i feel like 
the whole lead up to the Baku, like the actual like Grand Prix, it was like, oh yeah, my god, so much exciting things are happening. It's going to be such a good race. And the then it was artwork so for the weekend lead up as well was <laughs> impeccable. Like how some of the teams were like, oh, we're like the comic book style, and you know the McLaren one where it's like the clouds and the castle oh, in the yes. background. I was like, oh, stunning. And like obviously none of us had seen a race for like oh. a month, so we we're all like super hyped. Pierre's yeah, car's on fire. Yeah! Yuki's crashing and losing tires. Poor debris. <laughs> Next minute, the race itself was just in in itself unmemorable. I will not be looking back at you fondly. <laughs> oh yeah, and then on top of all of that, Charles is like, oh, "I'm yeah. back, boys, with my poles." <laughs> oh, and then there was a cat on track. <laughs> I'm back, boys. Oh my god, Charles! Can you please just explain? You said there was a cut, and we just wanted you to clarify: is it with the, the engine? Cat. Just let us like it was a cat. I saw Next, a cat. Might adopt it. Oh my gosh! Also, just Charles just getting frustrated for like forty seconds straight because post race, no one wanted to ask him any questions. I'm like, you literally have the first podium for Ferrari today. Ask him really questions. Cat, however, it's like he's a stylish man. He doesn't want to put it on. <laughs> Honestly, I did okay. I, I I'm a lover of the splatter painting, but I did not love. Was that it cat. even? I feel like it was just glitter, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, it felt it like glitter? faux it like glitter. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. You're probably more accurate. Than me. Either way, Charles was not having it. Fashion king. It was just such an up and down weekend. I feel like all my emotions were tapped into over that weekend. <laughs> I think the beautiful thing that came out of the whole weekend was that the FIA is now up for being penalised themselves. I think the other beauty of the weekend is the fact that Max just pulled a Max. I've seen so so many videos where it's just like, Drive to Survive, just got the intro video. For next season. That juxtaposition <sighs> where it was like Charles and Checo and then like Max yeah, and George. and then Alonso in the background. I saw the best TikTok where someone's like, this needs to be framed in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Studied by the generations. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my gosh. But oh before gosh, we really so dive into the sprint, yeah. I just want to run us through the shit show that was also qualifying. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Because Q1, we had Nick... Poor Nick, his first crash of the weekend, causing a red flag. Yeah, not <laughs> Then Pierre crashed after that. Oh, man, Pierre had such Pierre a bad, had a bad weekend. weekend. <laughs> like, one, he doesn't want to relive. After having Baku, like, him on the podium, what was it, like, 2021, where he was on the podium? Oh, God. Okay, yeah, it's been yeah, a while. Yeah, and now it's just like, oh, poor guy. And then, yeah, poor Kev also got a DNF in Q1 because his, his car problems. And then Zhao missed out by like two hundredths of a second. It got booted, oh and it was like, "Oh my god, that's so close!" But yeah, then they were doing quite Russell well. couldn't get into Q three by four thousandths of a second because the Aston Martins were having DRS like problems. So then yeah. they like decided to tow Lance across the, the across, and then and then 
Russell missed out, so he ended up t- like P ten. It was just, and then we got Hi. to qualifying, and then it was just like a battle of like Charles and Max, who's gonna get it? And then what? They had the same time at one point, and the next yeah, minute crazy. it was just like Charles out of nowhere gets pulled for like, Pro- yes. like for Ferrari, and it's just like the boys back, and then all of us Ferrari fans are like, here it is, boys, we're about to yes. have a champion right here. <laughs> We all jumped the gun. We were like, this is it. It's happening. This is it. We're back. We're back. We're here. The boys are back. The boys are back. back. Do you know what's even worse about this whole weekend for me in regards to Pierre? Is I actually switched Mm. out Bottas and put Pierre in my fantasy team. Oh, my God. Mick, I still don't think I've changed my team. Oh, no. So you would have had the DNF from oh no at least you got two poles for the weekend that is true and a podium because that's what happens i stick i stick with him i stick with him we're gonna get there yeah i was like about to switch out carlos but then i was like my team is literally named after you i can't yeah you can't leave him you can't leave him i feel just like oh yuki I have such a soft spot for Yuki and I feel like he was really upset because he was he was really carrying that whole team this weekend oh my gosh but speaking of Yuki I'm we're we're about to dive into the shit show Saturday which was Mm. sprint sprint Saturday as they like love to call it out of nowhere (laughs) sprint Saturday (laughs) so yeah of course like Pierre and Quali like couldn't do much so no bueno there and then sergeant <laughs> crashed which was a big crash which meant that he couldn't even race in the sprint in the end because his car was God, so bad and then mechanics. poor yuki missed out because of the red flag and if you see the footage he's like i reckon like 10 meters away from crossing the line but because oh, the red God. flag goes out beforehand his time didn't count so poor yuki had another yuki. really bad morning like Oh my gosh. I feel like at one point he was being interviewed and there were tears in his eyes and I was like, it's okay, you That's right. Because was it was it in the sprint race where Debreves crashed into him? And yes. then and then he was just like that person. <laughs> it was like he wouldn't even name names. <laughs> you know you're dead to you when he won't even acknowledge you by name. I'm still very intrigued by the whole team dynamic because I feel like Nick came in and he wanted to be top dog and he was like, I'm going to be like their number one driver. But I just feel like that's not happened. <laughs> oh, can I just apologize? I'm just reading my notes about this. This I feel like summarizes the whole weekend of not knowing what happened, but knowing what happened. Um, my comment about Aston Martin's DRS not working and towing, that wasn't in the quali for the race um that was for the sprint quali so they actually knocked out um oscar um piastri by towing each other yes. over the line it wasn't it wasn't yeah. um Russell. because wasn't it fernando like i'm not making it or something let's just get stroll ahead or something yeah so yeah. both of them had problems opening up their drs flap and then because of that they still wanted to get like obviously they wanted to get lance into the q3 like get him into the top yeah. 10 and so they end up using towing so for people listening at home towing is i and me <laughs> well, we we will do a formula one formula yeah. 101 on this and actually break it down properly but to like quick summarize it it's like the way that like the wind 
off a car is able to then the car behind it make it faster which means that like Mm. you're helping out your teammate which as i said if someone gains a penalty or in this situation when drs isn't working you will make sure your car is at a certain distance and speed to then help your teammate behind you to pretty much drag them across the line to gain faster speed but what will also happen is if someone is in a certain position on the track during a race, they can then actually pick up that space. So you'll hear the commentators be like, oh, he doesn't want to be there because he's going to start towing Max or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it is different to DRS, which again, we will cover at another point in our Formula 101. So follow yeah. us on TikTok and Instagram <laughs> to find out more. Because um, I feel like in the actual race, Charles couldn't get ahead of Checo, but he was trying to like just use the DRS to be able to just stay ahead yeah. of max yep right yeah yeah he was yeah he was using drs as more because i feel like drs is like an attacking thing but in this case he was using it as a defense mechanism but rebels just so fast like there was no stopping yeah, anyone they're too fast suspicious suspiciously fast but we say that and after australia red bull's cars were investigated by the fia because someone and i reckon it was a couple of people probably mm. were like yoohoo something's not right here <laughs> and the fia checked their car and their car's fine like there's nothing illegal about it they're just really what's in it fast. <laughs> what's in the car <laughs> um i yeah, want to know so i would love to know i'm like christian what are you doing but um, yeah, doing? so pretty much sp- the sprint qualifying was in itself just like absolutely crazy. People got knocked out here and there. Oscar got knocked out, but then Norris got into the top 10, which was yeah. pointless because he then couldn't go out. And I was like, yo, why didn't you just let Oscar have that spot? Any yeah. who won't go there. <laughs> I just think. But also poor Oscar. Yeah, sick all weekend. What a legend. Sick all weekend. His poor interviews where he's explaining to people that he's sick without like obviously telling them that he's sick. <laughs> the commentator's like, like, what was wrong with you? You didn't get much sleep? <laughs> huh? What do you mean you didn't get any sleep? <laughs> he probably like, had like gastro had and he didn't poisoning. want to be like, I was shitting yeah. myself. god that poor boy apparently he lost like three kilos yeah before the race and that's uh, that's before he loses another three key three to four kilos during the race the boy lost 10 kilos (laughs) yeah oh my gosh but um so with quali as well they tried out the new tire system where it was like Mm. what weren't they meant to do hard medium soft did did they just end up doing medium medium soft yeah i think there was a double up yeah but anyway everyone on the softs in the q3 was struggling (laughs) so bad like they were all just like these tires are shit (laughs) which is one of my favorite things when someone's like the tires aren't working for me (laughs) um and then of course charles took pole for the sprint race and then crashed Fucked it up for Carlos. Everyone else had gone through that section, so no one else was Poor affected. Was but then the commentator, but then the commentators be like, "That's a really weird place to crash." And my mind was just like, "He's crashed on purpose." <gasps> <laughs> and then everyone's like, "It's back to Monaco again, where he crashes." And he's just like, "I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid." I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, 
now we're getting to the most anticipated moment of the weekend, <laughs> which was the sprint race. You oh push me, I push you back. <laughs> that was what I thought. Straight away, I was like, it was just initiated. That, oh my God. Like, I just, the thing about this whole thing is that obviously this is hugely divided in the community, right? Like, you go on Twitter, people yeah. are t- pro-George, people are pro-Max. For the listeners at home, switch off now if you're a Max fan because we're about <laughs> to blame Max. <laughs> we're George girls. So, we're warning you now. Or you can stay and then rip us in the comments afterwards. But we're George girls. So, we're prefacing yeah. this segment by being George girls. We're just letting you know it, that now. At the same time, though, we do love – we have moments oh, of our love. We love, we love him. We've definitely we come Max. to love Max. Like, humble dude – cute videos with him Love and him P. To like just talented man 100% talented job. deserving of his champions deserving of being called exactly. an incredible driver however in this scenario it was his fault <laughs> <laughs> in this scenario george is right you're learning carding that you have the apex <laughs> um, that whole scenario, he definitely did bring off the, he pushed me, I pushed him back. He pushed me off the track. That's not fair. <laughs> Shall what happened? Incident. It was just an incident. <laughs> like, but the whole thing to me is just so comedic on so many levels. Because so like, good. there's just so many bits where I'm just like, what on earth? For starters, mm. I'm just diving in there and being like, I don't. Like, I don't understand how how Max can be like, oh, like, our car's really fast. We would have overtaken him the, the lap after. He shouldn't even bother challenging me. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is F1, mate. Everyone's there to race you. Literally, just because you're in a Red Bull George doesn't like, mean that people just back. wave you past. Being like, yay, Max, free, free yeah. ride. Like, yes, it is the first lap. Like, everyone's fighting for those positions, right? And it's mm. George Russell. <laughs> Have you seen that man smack into so many cars? Yes, there are memes about it. <laughs> That's what you get from George. <laughs> like he's not gonna just be like, "Oh, it's Max Verstappen, go on through." Yeah, he'll and the go, fact he'll that commit. this is, and because this is Mercedes versus Red Bull, heightens it so much more. So much more. And like the sassy comments, which I know a lot of people have come out being like, "It's not sassy. It, it is what it is." I find it so sassy that he, Max's engineer is like, "Good job passing him without making contact." So yeah, there was that great. That already was a great divide, right? Like everyone was just like, "Yeah, it, it was George who created that that for Max." And yeah, fair enough. The damage that happened from it definitely didn't help Max. I was the big race. Hole. Yeah, but like I do think that George had that right of way, and I think this is just a classic tale that we get from Max, where anytime Max does this to someone, yeah, it's fine. But the moment that someone else yeah the moment somebody else does it to him no it was like the same thing that we saw with brazil last year it was like you can't have both you can't have ocon crashing into you then you go into the garage and smack him yeah and then you do the same thing to lewis and you're in the right in both situations to me it feels like a very similar thing where it's like we have seen you challenge so many people max and the moment that someone else does that to you and causes new it. damage it's just like you're gonna go off and call him a dickhead and you're gonna go and tell him to watch his back like 
like it, and it's like it what, what also really upsets me about this and i'm sorry jenna i'm not letting you talk at the moment but i, so I have fine. one more thing to say is that max came back on to drive to survive last season right and he was just like i'm back mm. boys and we're like okay cool no villain edit for max max has grown he's matured he's done really well right mm-hmm. and then next minute max you fucking hand them this gold mine of a dickhead comment as he's walking off and we've seen i have seen so many interviews of past seasons where people have been like it's the adrenaline going it's pumping you say stuff it's sport yeah that happens right it's a lot You're of testosterone say so of course yeah. but it's just like in that moment drive to survive is just raising their hands yeah like, yeah we got them boys <laughs> and i love the thing did you say that like christian horner was just like you could just see his face in like <laughs> in the background the distance. He's like he, uh, he knew what was about to happen oh my god oh my god i just love that george also just like walked off he's like oh, i have none of this and in yeah. the post interviews he's like i thought he was just coming up to say good job <laughs> yeah oh we and, then that, it and then that beautiful image of Checo and, Checo and Charles just like happily waving hands. Alonso's in the background and then these two are like ready for a fight. <laughs> but then after that, he went over to Charles, Charles winks at him and then he was all fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like like that and then like, no, I'm good now. So yeah. intense. Yeah. <sighs> But gotta love it. I feel like that was the highlight of the weekend it. for everyone, right? Everyone was just so like, true. "What's happening?" What? But then also, I felt so bad for Yuki because his his wheel abandoned him, and then he was brought in to the pit, and then they put another wheel on him, wonkily, <laughs> sent him back I out. Said, I said Yuki and his tire are in two different races. <laughs> in my notes it's like a chain of me just being like yuki and his tire and it's like virtual safety car but yuki's back and then i was like oh suspension is no good for yuki (laughs) yuki's out (laughs) yuki is now gone (laughs) oh poor yuki no i was just gonna say and also like the whole bloody debacle where esteban nearly like killed 20 people (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) speaking of penalties but yeah like alpha tori getting that random like penalty that they're getting investigated for because they let yuki's car back yeah. on track when it wasn't safe to be back on track yeah and then yeah gosh but yeah the race in itself was just like so exciting for the first 10 minutes i was on an island where there wasn't very good wi-fi so we couldn't live stream the the final race but what i did That's do so bougie <laughs> i was just on an my, my, uh, or you could think of it as like a castaway situation i was on an island <laughs> with no wi-fi that's what it felt like when i was like oh my gosh it's time to watch the race can't connect to the internet it definitely <gasps> did feel like a castaway scenario Shit. but just a quick shout out to um my good pal Becky Hart. <laughs> he does the live updating of all the races. So if you're ever stuck in a pickle like me, it's actually really fun. And it was quite like an anticipation moment where I was like, oh, what's going Because I thought you were watching it. Because I was like, oh, she's getting, she knows all, she knows more than what yeah, I know. Because you it's know? actually really cool the way that they do it because they'll have updates of, you know, oh, this car's in the pit lane, this is what's happened. And then mm-hmm. they'll like do it per like car. So for example, like when Red Bull overtook Charles, they'd put a like a little Red Bull logo in next to it and then they'd be like oh like max verstappen's doing really well quickly like opened up his drs and was able to like quickly overtake like charles right really intense but then as they're going as well they then get snippets of the actual radio 
from the drivers and then they'll put oh, that in there cool. too so yeah it's actually it was really really great coverage so shout out to them i would really love them to do a similar thing for the f1 academy but we will dive into that when we actually do our um mm. in the race episode but it, yeah, that yeah. so yeah so that was my experience of the race so i feel like i had a far more entertaining race than others <laughs> because from yeah, what I was it so sounds bored. like the first 10 laps was like impeccable and then yeah. it just died yeah, like once I got ahead of Ferrari, I was just like, and like easily, I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just unfortunate because you don't get like the battle for the win. It's just like, okay, they're right ahead. And then it's just like, okay, so what are the middlemen doing? Because that's sort of where all the action is now. Pretty much. And speaking of that, yeah, like it was interesting for the sprint race how Alex came out and was saying that because of the point systems, it essentially only helps the four four teams. And that's exactly who yeah. was awarded points, right? Red Bull, Aston Martin, Ferrari, and Mercedes. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame too. But um, but yeah, like Red Bull, it's just like how you're so far ahead. I would love to know if you're a Red Bull fan – I, if you can DM us or somehow reach out to us, is it actually fun for you to watch? Yeah. Has it become fun for curious. you to watch? Because, like, obviously we're the, the underdogs at the moment. So for us, we're like, oh, come on. This is like, come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. But, like, <laughs> is it fun for you to watch Max and Checo out the front just, you know, cruising? I'd, I'd love to know because I – because I don't know, like, if it was Ferrari in the front and they were just dominating, maybe I would be like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Easy peasy. But then, like, as a F1 fan, like, would I? Because right now it's not yeah. very entertaining. Mm. Yeah. You want to see the, the fight, the battle. Exactly. The overtaking. The DRS. Exactly. But, yeah, speaking of, like, exciting and fighting, um, Ocon and the pit... <laughs> <laughs> and all the media people what did i i oh can't believe they were even putting a barricade to close the pit yeah it, i think it was in the last lap maybe they thought it was done or something but like don't we but can't the fia would now. know right like the fia Surely. are monitoring so that they're like okay we're not going to give lp a penalty or a disqualification for not pitting right and then for them to be like oh no nah, she all sweet you're welcome to go out on the pit like so it's funny though because that's one of our headlines right that like the fia Mm. actually you take it away with the headline jen (laughs) no well it's just the fia is now facing (laughs) penalty itself because they've gone against their own international racing code with letting people onto the pits when the race is still going yeah so it's quite interesting that they (laughs) it's just like you know they're always serving now they're getting served themselves. It's quite funny. We do love the FIA for many reasons, but it's just very interesting how now they're in trouble themselves because of this incident, this incident. <laughs> I saw a meme where it was just like the FIA investigating themselves and it's like <laughs> them pointing at themselves in the mirror. <laughs> so good. But it's so funny, but it's also nice that even the FIA has to be held accountable for these rules. Yeah, 100%. You know? I wonder what like the penalty will be for them. Yeah. Just be like, do do better, please. Do <laughs> Next better. time, do better. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a wrap on our content for the race of Baku. Like, it wasn't yeah. really exciting. There were a few crashes, and then uh, and then Red Bull dominated, and then. Yeah. But it was nice to see Ferrari get a podium. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, much needed, About especially time. for Charles. 
Like, hopefully he that's the little confident boost that he needs going into the rest. Definitely. We need we need Carlos, though. We need him to – the poor yeah. guy. Come on, Carlos. Poor guy. Oh, he also had a bad weekend. But um, one last news headline we can talk about Miami. Um, the <laughs> Azerbaijan Grand Prix has actually received more years and it will continue to be a race on the calendar until 2026. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. But that's pretty much our main headlines because I feel like Baku in itself was just its own headline. <laughs> yeah, literally though. Miami, welcome to Miami. Are we? I don't know the rest of the words for that. <laughs> I'm just loving the color and all of this merchandising. Man, they have water this year in Miami too. Yes, however, I did see water, but it looks like it's just a pool of water and the back is still fake. <laughs> it is. It is. They're like, we put in a baby pool. <laughs> I love that. They're like, we put, put in water pool. this year, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's Miami okay. is such a weird place. <laughs> I'm sorry. Weird <laughs> isn't the right word, but it's how I feel about Miami. It's so different to every other race on the calendar. It's oh, like really? so many more celebrities. It's got that like real like American Miami vibe to it. And everyone's yeah. like, we're partying. Like it's really oh, party gosh. vibes to it. It's how I imagine Vegas is going to be as well. And then the circuit itself is just like. It was a shit show last year, but I reckon that was just because it was the first time everyone mm. was driving it. So it'll be and there was no water. to see what happens this year. <laughs> and no water. It was just, I don't know. It just, so it's weird. not my favorite race of the season. Like, okay. I'll just put that out there. And I, and I feel like it just is going to favor Max. Like, I feel like Max has already won Miami in my head. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, is there a race where Max is not favored? Well, the street circuits usually go to true because that is the old king of the streets. King of the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should say Red Bull, <laughs> but um, I think this one just favors Max the win. But because last year they were like, oh, for, it favors Ferrari, but far for 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 but Ferrari had like a car that could semi compete, right? Whereas this year it's mm. like no one can compete with Red Bull at the moment. Yeah, that's so true. So I might like, it's a win for Max already. But yeah. Well, you never know. But yeah, I. how are you feeling about Miami? Are you excited about something different? I'm so excited. I'm overwhelmed every day with excitement and just the pure chaos of drowning in the different rules, but I'm loving it. No, I'm excited. I literally have no idea what I'm stepping into. Like, this is all very fresh. Like, I've seen snippets of things before, especially on, like, Drive to Survive. I've seen snippets of the races, but... I'm excited purely just because Yuki looked incredible in his Red Bull, like Alpha Tori, like yeah, the new Red Bulls. <laughs> um, I yeah, the new Red Bull colors, and there'll be some new helmets. I reckon for the weekend, like I feel like everyone yeah, does, that'd like, be a nice. little special helmet for for Miami, and yeah, like seeing Max not in a normal <laughs> Red that Bull was quite colors. exciting. I was like, ooh, stunning Max. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, ooh, so handsome, so fresh. Speaking of studying, Met Gala. <laughs> why wasn't Lewis there? A, why isn't Lance there? Because Daddy Lance has co-chaired the Met twice. And then also, lost moment for Zhao. And then, you know, Daniel Ricardo True. studying. And now I'm thinking, do we just need an F1 Met Gala? <laughs> do we just need... Oh, my God, that would be incredible. I like, would love that so much. instead of the Fashion Institute, it's like the F1 Institute for the FIA. <laughs> 
Formula One who has like their own museum of cars and then they just have their own evening oh, I of love glamour. That. Does that already exist? Probably. But I want like more. the end of year. I want more. I need, oh, we need another they separate don't, They don't dress up like that. <laughs> they yeah, that's go true. All I need out. a full-on thing. I yeah, need I need like thing. a Lewis Met Gala look at this. I need a, oh my like, what would Joe wear to the Met Gala, you know? But anyway, yeah. fashion, that was just my little quick <laughs> Met Gala Daniel bit. looked great. And Stunning. He a and he, smile. He was all of us looking at Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> He was just in such awe and we're like, same, Daniel, same. Same. Um, but sorry, going back to Miami, um, <laughs> any predictions for the weekend? Who do you reckon is going to take pole position? Fernando. Ooh, a little Fernando in there. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to go Max. To like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, I love how like you're like, I'm going to do something different. I'm gonna, and I'm like, it's Max. <laughs> I'm just like manifesting some different outcomes. I'm like, for all we know, it's going to be Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. I'm still holding out for an interesting podium. I I reckon either Charles or Max, but my my gut is saying Max. My heart is saying Charles. I really hope it's Charles. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to see Carlos up there. I want to see George up there. I want to see Esteban. I want to see everyone but Red Bull at the moment. I'm like, okay, Red Bull, we get it. You're good. Okay. <laughs> it's like they keep getting the lead in the school play and you're just like, can you please back yes. off? Yes, <laughs> 100% they are. They're like that high achiever yeah. that you're like, can you just not be good for once? Literally though. And your podium. What do you think your podium's going to oh be? God. It's going to be Max, George, Sh- no, Max, Charles, George, because Ooh. Checo's going to DNF. <laughs> well, he's, I was about to shake things up too. I and know. I was like, what's the likelihood of a double DNF from Red Bull at some point, right? Like we haven't had a yeah. major DNF from them. That's true. I'm like, could it be in Miami where we see... A, a Ferrari, a Mercedes, and an Aston on there. That would be nice. Like, could we get a Charles one, a Lewis two, and a Lance? Oh. I'm just throwing a Lance. I love it. To be Lance. Lance. <laughs> we love Lance. Can I just manifest that for this weekend? We're just... manifesting it. As I said, I always base my predictions off the vibes, off the <laughs> dreams, off the hopes. <laughs> so my gut is saying it'll be a max. Checo and um, yeah. like I don't know and Alonso. I also really want Carlos up there. Oh, I'd love Carlos up and there. I want George up there. It's very tough. Yeah, but I think yeah, my heart would be a, a Charles Lewis and Strolly Polly up there. I want Strolly. Really to want win. Lance to get a podium, but everyone yeah. gives him okay. too much shit. My my last prediction question: DNFs. Okay. Do you reckon we're gonna get any DNFs? I think Checo's going to DNF. Okay. There, I said it. I, I, the seed is planted. I, I, as I said before, maybe a double DNF from Red Bull. We don't know. We haven't seen a we max DNF yet. So could but this you be know the what? one? I want to predict that Oscar is going to get in the top eight. Oh, top eight. I like it. So points yeah. for Oscar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I would like to see that. More yeah. points for Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More points for Oscar. He's a that. good boy. You know, he's a good driver. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like we might get a Bottas DNF as well or a Haas no. DNF. I, I it's upsetting that Bottas isn't in like a really strong car now because he I would know. just slay. What happened? You know, not a great well, car. He left Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. we won't talk yeah. about that. It's it's a sad spot it's in so my heart. Sad. It is sad. But I also love George there. So yeah, I'm torn. Yeah. But uh, we will get at least one more DNF, right? Or do you reckon this will be the one race where they all cross the line? No DNFs. We've had quite a few DNFs recently. We so have. Like, be... nothing's gone wrong. So hopefully that continues. Like, I don't need any injuries. I don't want any injuries. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, no. We don't want, never want any injuries. Never want any injuries. I just think DNFs, when I think of DNFs, I'm always like, oh, someone has, is bound (gasps) to have like a car issue, right? And then every now and then there's a crash. (laughs) Do you think we will get a purposeful crash? A strategic crash. A strategic crash. Maybe not at Miami. Mm. Because I don't see any point, but I could see that happening in Monaco. Yeah. Or later in the season, like in Singapore again. Oh, God. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) any final thoughts on Miami? Any final thoughts on what you're hoping from the Well, at least it's not flooding, um, so that's good. That's true. It has cleared (laughs) up. The show must go on. (laughs) Um, Now they've just got water in their pool. (laughs) Yeah. In their baby pool. <laughs> Baby pool. I would love to know how much tickets are to those pool spots. Surely thousands, oh right? Surely. Well, Surely. my friend who is in America, they said that the tickets for Las Vegas are like at least fifteen hundred. It's insane. US, which selling, means over two thousand. And they're selling Australian. some tickets for like five hundred US dollars. We can't even see the race. Oh my lord! I know it's insane. No wonder everyone in Australia tries to go. I think it was Tony who brought it up in one of her TikToks. And she was just like, I feel like Vegas, Vegas is going to be the F1 version of Coachella where you just go for yeah. influencers and just for networking. And it's like, yeah, I can see that, you know, getting your sponsorships done and everything. But mm. at the same time, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not fun. It would it's not be fun very for people paying those tickets. Yeah, literally. But it is a night race, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe lights. it will be. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I do love a good night race. Mm, Means better same. time for Australians as well. <laughs> yeah, which we appreciate. Mm. But speaking of, for our Aussies, um, it will be um five a.m. Miami time oh, for us. So get get ready. Lord. <laughs> but um, I think that's all that we have time for. Um, so thank you so much if you've made it this far. Um, and we will catch you in our next episode all about Miami. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Cliche Media Group.